Welcome to Startup Confidential, what industry insiders will never tell you that you need to know if you're building a consumer brand. With your host, best-selling author of Ramping Your Brand, Dr. James Richardson. Let's do this. Welcome to Episode 79. The last big early stage hire is the toughest. I want to talk about marketers and how to find the best of the best for your fast-growing brand. But first of all, I need to set some context. Consumer marketing is the last thing to overfund and optimize in the life cycle of an early stage consumer brand. Time intensive methods that cost the least, such as local field and event sampling, are all about push, push, push. And optimizing these early on is the least of your problems, since you really just need awareness and initial trial to get the engine started. As founders, you will be the head of marketing for years, probably, before you can bring in a professional with experience. And of course, they will need a substantial budget from you to make use of their talent. And it is generally late in phase three or early in phase four when you want to bring in a VP of marketing to lead an internal team hell-bent on scaling awareness and household penetration steadily quarter over quarter over quarter. But hey, you may not even need this kind of talent at all. I'll be honest. First, you need to step back and assess the extent to which you even need a large consumer marketing budget. If you are growing exponentially in unit sales with basically no paid advertising and little to no field marketing, like Skinny Pop did, this episode is not for you. You just keep doing what you do. If you are in categories not amenable to acceleration, up to exponential organic growth, i.e. based off household level velocity expansion or household increase, such as most condiments, baking ingredients, and other slow unit consumption rate categories, you may also skip this episode. Tis not for you. But for those of you in snacks, beauty, personal care, and beverages, this is going to be your future if you succeed. And an executive marketing hire is super, super tough in the early stage world. This is especially true if you want to hit real performance KPIs. Why? Because hitting these key performance indicators, especially growth in households, is really not easy without persuasive creative that has a strong hook right up front and high emotional impact, what I call memorability in my book, Ramping Your Brand. Simply flashing attributes and a logo is not enough. Yet so much early stage consumer promotion that I see, and I dare you to go look at some, is merely a version of the sell sheet bitch. This is not going to achieve much of anything other than perhaps an awareness boost. Highly effective, dare I say superb creative, is more necessary than ever in today's oversupplied marketplace for an early stage brand, which by definition has low awareness and low implicit trust. And this is the origin of the hiring challenge for you, the founder. Investors in phase four may push you to start consumer marketing and ratchet up the spend, but most of them don't know jack about who out there has the eye and the ear for superb creative. 99% of marketers are analytical campaign admins. Administrative discipline is their skill, not strategy and not vision, certainly not tapping into human behavior, and not expertise in what persuades another person to try something new. 
The best creative talent at very select agencies does have this power. And then there are the marketers who can recognize that talent. Imagine if you have a marketing VP who has no real clue as to what is a compelling story, but nevertheless runs highly organized multi-channel campaigns on budget that achieve impression targets. This is very, very common in CPG businesses, including the less optimized ones at public firms, which tend not to be their top-tier brands. Administrative excellence without creative sensibility. But there's a much more significant problem finding the right marketing leader for a fast-growing CPG brand. And it's a very, very American marketing problem. It is the cultural desire of so many Americans to be the influencer, the sorcerer, the maker of meaning. My experience of over 20 years of working with marketing talent in consumer packaged goods is that too many of such folks gravitate to the marketing field because they are intoxicated, drunk with fantasies of power of influencing consumers. I want to be the person who can make that brand sing. At its worst, this leads to a bias towards using influencers and celebrities to symbolically bully consumers into trial. Even poorly informed trial, anything. Beyonce said I should try watermelon water. Sean Mendez likes flow water. And on and on. American marketing has become obsessed with this kind of marketing campaign. It is the absolute laziest kind of marketing thinking I have ever encountered. I have no persuasive argument for why you should try our thing, so I'll see if you'll try it because X or Z influencer tells you to. Also without an argument. Look, I have nothing against meaningfully chosen brand ambassadors, paid only in product. Chosen because they love and use your brand for outcomes that matter to their professional lives. They are experts in your brand's key strategic outcome. And those are the influencers, the absolute best influencers you can find. So go and find them. But they are not Hollywood A-listers. Trust me. Wait a minute, how did you know your brand's strategically valuable outcome? You spoke with your fans. You did consumer research. The right kind, which is not expensive to do, but you do have to ask the right questions to determine your fans' key motivating outcomes. And almost no one does this work in early stage businesses. The result is that their marketing is mostly chest beating or attribute waving or influencer dependent, or all three. This is not the kind of marketer you want in the building of a fast-growing CPG brand that has the cash to fund acceleration through creative storytelling. I have written elsewhere, specifically on my blog, about the triple marketing burden for early stage brands. You have limited cash to spend versus Bigco. I don't care if you have 10 million, it's far less than Bigco does. Two, your creative has to be world-class to establish trust in a new, i.e. low-trust brand with no bloody track record in society. And three, you have to execute superbly to stand out with limited internal resources. Effective consumer marketing is super difficult, folks, for early-stage companies. I can't stress this enough, which is why most of it fails and why most investors keep saying it doesn't work. So guess what? You don't need just any campaign administrator. You need a rock star 
to lead your marketing team. And that person has to have an instinctive eye for emotionally intense, persuasive, creative storytelling. Or, quite frankly, don't even fucking bother to have a marketing team. There are plenty of brands that scaled without one. The trick is you have to have a perfectly designed and perfectly timed product. And most of you don't. This is why, believe it or not, my current global recommendation to early stage founders with fast growing brands that have tons of competition without even knowing your businesses is that if you are growing fast and need a rock star marketing lead, recruit them from a highly successful D2C startup whose performance very clearly ties back to the creative that they supervise the creation of. Why? D2C brands have no other way to generate traffic or sales. So they had to work hard at their marketing execution or they failed to scale. That's all this time, folks. And as always, be safe out there. Thanks for listening. Remember, Dr. Richardson has loads of resources for founders at premiumgrowthsolutions.com. And when you're on his site, don't forget to take his founder's quiz and see if you're ready to ride the skate ramp of exponential growth.